0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to Uncut, the podcast about how to stay surgery free and live a healthy lifestyle. I'm Dr. Tom Padilla, owner of the Doctors of Physical Therapy. It's a clinic that leads the US in helping adults over 30 to avoid surgery and drugs and live an active, healthy lifestyle. If you're looking for ways to maximize not only the years in your life, but the life in your years, you're in the right place. We are committed to delivering information that will help you live life today and for many, many years to come. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Uncut. I'm your podcast host, Dr. Tom Padilla, owner of the Doctors of Physical Therapy located in Scottsdale, Arizona. And today I am excited to be talking about diagnosis, the best practices when it comes to diagnosis and how someone as a consumer can tell when they are getting a good diagnosis Versus a diagnosis that may need a little improvement. And there are some best practices when coming up with a diagnosis for individuals that I think are important, at least that's what I was taught in school, that it's important to follow so that we make sure that we're actually getting an accurate diagnosis. There is a saying, I believe it's in carpentry, measure twice and cut once. And when it comes to diagnosing, the reason that it is so important is that if we do not have the correct diagnosis, there's no way that we can actually have the correct treatment, and then we will not be getting the outcome that we desire. So I think that there's a lot of room for improvement and just education on how to actually tell when a diagnosis is accurate and how you might be receiving a diagnosis where we have left no stone unturned. And there are a couple key practices when it comes to diagnosis. One is called differential diagnosis. And the other one is called Diagnosis by Exclusion. When you go to the doctor's office and they're interviewing you about your pain or whatever is going on, they're collecting what's called subjective data or information and looking for hints as to what causes your pain to get worse and what causes it to get better. A lot of the times there are clues in how your pain behaves, so being able to give your doctor accurate information about the things that make your pain worse or make your pain better is extremely important. For example, one of the most common things that is seen in the physical therapy world is sciatic pain. There's a big difference between sciatic pain that is aggravated when you're sitting and slouched over versus sciatic pain that's aggravated when you're standing and bending backwards. Just that simple statement can help a doctor understand what tissue sources might actually be causing your pain. Now we're talking about tissue source with this diagnostic criteria because we're not talking about root cause diagnosis and You'll hear me talk about this on the podcast from time to time. There are two diagnoses that you should be getting. One is, what is the tissue that is causing your pain or dysfunction? And two is, why is that tissue causing your pain or dysfunction? A simple example is, okay, let's say that it's a joint, and the joint is causing your pain or dysfunction, and we've identified that. Okay, now why? Is it because there are muscles that are supposed to be stabilizing the joint that aren't doing a good job? So the big powerful muscles are doing extra work, which is causing the joint to actually become compressed. It's important to know that yes, this is the joint that's having the issue, but also this is the diagnosis for the root cause, which is why. Because we could address the joint and leave it at that, and you'll feel better for a little while, but we also need to be able to diagnose the root cause. So that is another topic for another day that we can dive more thoroughly into, but let's return to differential diagnosis. So you've told the doctor about what your symptoms are, and they've already started to get a list of things in their head that are either more or less likely. From there, you're going into what's called an objective examination. So we should be putting you through ranges and strength testing and getting a bunch of data to see how you functionally move. We might ask you to squat or stand on one leg and just kind of see how your body and brain are interpreting movement and administering movement the, with the objective of just moving you through space or lifting objects, etc. So once we have our subjective and our objective data, we're now putting together a picture and we should have a list of you know, three, four, five, six different things in our head. And what we then are doing or should be doing is trying to exclude other diagnoses. So When it comes to differential diagnosis, that is where two things might be very similar, but there are some key characteristics that make them different. And that enables us to say, well, this pattern is much more likely than that pattern because of these characteristics. So I'm able to differentiate between the two. Diagnosis by exclusion is something that's a little bit further along. When a doctor is diagnosing by exclusion, which is what we practice here at the Doctors of Physical Therapy, they are diagnosing and figuring out what it is by figuring out what it's not. The idea is that the more things that you can check off the list, as in it's not this, it's not this, it's not that, it's not this, then you get closer and closer to finding out what it actually is. It's kind of like you're taking a standardized test and you've got four answers on the test. You can tell by the question that it's not answer D and it's not answer B, which leaves you with A and C. And you might be able to differentiate between A and C based on some characteristics or your own past experiences, et cetera. But you need to be able to exclude those B and C answers to confidently say, okay, got a 50-50 shot between A and B. Best case scenario, you know the answer and you know it because you can say it's not B, it's not C, and it's not D. So the answer is A. And that is diagnosis by exclusion in a nutshell problem with a lot of what people get when it comes to diagnosing. This is very rampant in the back pain world, for example. A lot of research has come out that has demonstrated that there's sometimes minimal to no correlation between a patient's image and their presentation. To give you an example, most people have bulging discs, okay? Now, if an individual with back pain gets an MRI, they are going to show up with bulging discs. A lot of the time, They're going to be told oh it's the bulging disc that's causing your back pain and this is simply not true there are hundreds of thousands of people walking around without bulging discs without having pain just because it shows up on an mri or any other type of image does not mean that that is what's causing your pain because you haven't excluded everything else now if you exclude everything else that could be causing your type of back pain and you have an image that says it, and your presentation pattern matches the pattern that we would see on a bulging disc, then we can accurately conclude that there's a very high likelihood that you have pain as a result of that bulging disc. Again, that's just going to be your tissue source diagnosis. That does not get into the why is your disc bulging in the first place diagnosis, which is the one true way to make sure that when you do solve this problem, it doesn't come back again. For some hints on why that might be, check out my podcast with Dr. Joe Armour-Smith, where we really get into the root, root cause, which is a lot of times what the brain is interpreting your body as when it's going to perform certain movements. So for more on root cause diagnosis, make sure you go check out that podcast. But let's sum this up. The reason that this is so important, let's take an individual with sciatica, or they come to us saying that they have sciatica. And they say that, yes, the pain is uh, along the outside of my hip and down to the knee. Now, that could be nerve pain that comes from a segment in the back, so from the spine. That could also be pain from a bursa in your hip. That could also be pain from a facet or a joint in your spine. It could also be from your SI joint. There are several things that could actually cause pain in that pattern or in that area. Now, if that individual has an MRI that says that they have a bulging disc at a certain level and someone concludes that that correlates with the pattern without ruling out those other things, this individual may be given treatment for one thing that is not the thing that is actually the diagnosis. And that's where people get caught in this position of, well, I've tried everything for this and I've tried everything for that because they might be holding on to the initial diagnosis that they've been given, which might not be correct if we did not rule out the other things. So what we need to do when we are diagnosing and how you can know if you have received an accurate diagnosis is to ask the doctor what their thought process is and what are the other things that it might be and what we're able to rule out. And there should be an answer for what we're able to rule out. Well, we can rule out this and we can rule out that because it doesn't match your presentation pattern and it would hurt when you do X, Y, or Z. And that's why we can rule that out. And we did some tests for this other thing that um, might've been on the list. And we can rule that out because of this. Where you get caught in the weeds and it's a tough place because as a patient, sometimes we're looking for something to blame it on. Where every test that we do, we're hoping that, oh, there's gonna be something that I can like point at and blame this on. And so there's kind of pressure from both sides to be able to say like, yep, that's it. But what we need to do is make sure that it matches the clinical presentation and that we've ruled everything else out and that with differential diagnosis, with whatever's remaining as possibilities, we're able to tease out in whatever it is that you're saying and however it is that you're presenting when you do physical movement and when we run you through physical testing to make it all match up. That way, we're measuring twice and we're cutting once. We're only progressing with the treatment path that is the highest likelihood of actually producing results. Now, The crazy thing with the body is that as you progress through a treatment process, your diagnosis might change a little bit. The thing that causes pain in that lateral hip might have at first been the bursa, but you might find that it was also a little bit facet related or a joint in your back was causing that pain. So you need a practitioner who's able to see that and be able to change the um, treatment process as it so fits because there are even overlapping pain patterns that come from the same root cause, but you have different tissue sources that are causing the pain in that same area. The long and short of it is that diagnosing should be done with the teamwork of both the patient and the practitioner. It needs to feel like the doctor's asking good detailed questions and you need to be able to deliver good detailed answers about what hurts and what doesn't hurt. And then we also need to know what the response is to each intervention in the first 24 hours and 48 hours. And if there's anything that has happened in between interventions, like going and playing baseball or hiking three times as long as you typically do, that would skew us being able to see whether or not the treatment was in fact the correct direction. So when it comes to diagnosing complex pain type issues where people have had pain for a long period of time and they've been to several other practitioners, what it comes down to is being able to A, diagnose the tissue source that is currently causing your pain, B, diagnose the root cause, be able to differentiate between which diagnoses are correct, and then also have the awareness that that diagnosis might change over time and those changing pain patterns are a good thing. So I hope you learned a little bit about diagnosis today. If you liked today's podcast, if you found it helpful, make sure you share it with a friend, leave us a comment in the comment section, leave us a review, make sure you rate us. We're trying to get to the top of the health and wellness category so we can get more information in the hands of people who need it. Again, this is Dr. Tom with the Doctors of Physical Therapy located in Scottsdale, Arizona. Until next time, get out there and live life today.